0: To ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Sports Hangover with, with Gus
0: Catengale.
1: Local sports, national sports. The G Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. <laughs> Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill.
2: Hola, amigos. It is Wednesday, the final day, the month of August, September, mañana. And with it, of course, you know, college football really kicks off. We had games this past Saturday, Tigers, Tulane, Colonels. Eagles, Cajuns, and Lions, oh my, our super thanks to all of the coaches that joined us yesterday on the show. Our first Tuesday, super excited about that as always. We get a chance to hear the men that head up those college football programs and get rolling. Saints, first 53, as a lot of people are calling it, is in the books. Can't wait to get your opinions on that. We will do that here Shortly, the professor will have the question of the day. We'll give you the guest list. Uh
1: oh! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? It's
2: Hump Day. Hump, 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 day! hump
1: day.
3: I know you can hear me. Let's get
2: stupid. Today's more hey, than what that Camel Wednesday, Hump Day. Is that what it is. He is Shot Gene, a digital underground Fox NFL analyst, Sean Payton the camel from the commercials. His name is Caleb. He's got a sad card. Seriously. Get more in royalties than we are. It is time to get going here today. Got us all the way to 3 o'clock. Matt Musconin after further review. We'll follow you. Coming up at 3. Words of wisdom. Also thanks to Dr. Josh Roulette from Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic. We were there yesterday. Tried to weasel my way into another massage. Go check it out. I'm telling you, it's good for gift cards. And we got some we got some plans coming up over the next couple of months to help you out there during the holiday season. We believe in new services that much. I promise you. Give the man a call and go check out Lakeview Massage and Therapy tomorrow, Thursday, Friday. Final days of the Saints getting some practice time in, and then it will be game week. Falcon hate week always. Fun when that happens. Who doesn't like Falcon hate week, especially when it's, you know, a chance to kick off the season and get started 1-0? and Team making those first 53 cuts, that is going to be the majority of our discussion here today. As as you know, on Wednesdays, we like to chit-chat with a bunch of different voices from around the state and kind of get an idea of uh how other Saints fans scattered about the boot state feel about, you know, the teams, including your Pelicans, coming up uh here in September training camp. I'm telling you, it's right around the corner. That's what I'm excited about tomorrow. To actually see that, you know, it is. It's it's here. It is absolutely here. Scott Prather from ESPN Lafayette's going to join us at 12:30. He'll give us his thoughts on the Cajuns. We spoke with the head coach yesterday, Desermo. And, um, uh, he's excited, obviously, to get out there to be taking on the Lions. And we talked to Coach Frank Selfall about that. So that's something that we'll discuss, uh, as well as how, how did people in Acadiana feel about Chauncey Garner Johnson, the trade? How do you feel about it? Because I think it was different, right? It was, it was different once you heard the Tom Pulessero report where this was a strategic move by his agent. Pulessero speaking with Chauncey Garner Johnson's agent about trying to get him to be a safety. It's going to be a starting safety with Philadelphia. Starting safety, top safety money, a lot more than slot corner money. That's what this all boiled down to. Uh, You'll hear from Demario Davis, Tyron Matthew, who spoke yesterday about how tough not only it was with Chauncey, but also tough on cut day. A lot of good players. So I'm looking forward to getting your thoughts and opinions on that here as well. Ralph Marlborough, 115. Jack Collada, 130, Sean Fox, 215, and Eric Alexander is back with us for another season. He's a national champion with the Tigers and a world champion with the New England Patriots. So We'll talk NFL and college football and, of course, the Bay Bengals as they get ready for Florida State. Mr. Professor joins us now to give us our question of the day. And I, I got to ask how you're feeling first and foremost, sir. I saw on your social media um. For some reason, you, you, you purposely sat or stood in the corner of a wrestling ring and, and, and trained the chops. Is that what it's called? You know, when they just chop you across the chest there. I, uh, I don't know why you would want to do that on purpose. I know you love your wrestling. We'll talk about the Monday Messiah, which is essentially a wrestler in WWE, which is incredible. That character, by the way, may make an appearance on the sports hangover as the season goes on. But yeah, apparently you, you willingly, Put on the leotard and and um, had grown men take just slaps at your chest there, buddy. It's a singlet, not a leotard. Is that what it is?
1: I don't do the <laughs> Singlet. <laughs> yeah. This is a wrestling. That's that's part of what I do on social media is I yeah. do wrestling stuff, and uh, I work with a wrestling promotion out of Louisiana, Bayou Independent Wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I was at one of their events over the weekend, and uh, one of the things that I do is I take chops. <laughs> From wrestlers. I actually took a chop, chop from a former NWA world champion, which is what started the whole thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, so I got a couple of the guys to, uh, lay into me, mm. uh, over the weekend and my chest is still sizzling. Yeah. Do you have, have internal f- bleeding. bleeding?
2: That's what I was wondering. I saw a lot of Not that
1: you mentioned, I think I might be bleeding inside my chest. Yeah. No, I'm, it's, <laughs> I'm fine. It's, everything's
2: good now. You even have cool. like a real official there who refereed Rick Flair's final, uh, match just a couple weekends ago.
1: Yes, Ref Dave Miller, uh, thanks to him. He works with us as well. And, uh, he, uh, rest, he, uh, refereed during the, uh, Ric Flair's last match event. I actually think it made, made an appearance during Rick's last match. So, uh, it was just cool. Uh, you guys can check out the social media and that video was there. And, uh, it was just a, a just a good time to, uh, Get lit up, yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. you gotta take take your literal bumps. See,
2: I always say this. I have very good friends that are into wrestling, and obviously when WrestleMania started coming here now twice, I kind of got a little more into it, it's just so I can understand it. Just like around World Cup time, we'll have soccer coaches and things in there to kind of you know get you in the mood and ready for it. And and one of the things I've always realized: look, I watched it back in the day with Hogan and all that, and I missed unfortunately the Attitude Era. I missed Stone Cold, and I missed The Rock. Which I, I'm sad about it, but apparently Triple H now heading up WWE. We, I don't know. Maybe we're getting into Attitude Era 2.0 just based on some of the promos here as of late, and the oh. cussing and all of that. But um one of the things that, and I've always said too, and my wife's like, "Well, isn't it fake?" I'm like, "Well, look, the 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 winner and loser is predetermined, but I actually appreciated a lot more the physicality, athletic ability of these people to be able to go about and do what they do." multiple times a week you may catch it nationally on what monday and friday but they do shows on saturday to do all these other shows where they're not televised they're never home and one time i was at the gym uh one of my old gyms there and it was when they were in town for monday night raw and you know there were about four or five wrestlers there and they're lifting you know they're at the hotel down the street on vets but it's it, it it's taxing because the Stuff that you see that they train to do and choreograph or what have you, that's real. Like that was a chop to your chest. And when somebody picks you up, Mr. Professor, and then tosses you on your back, that is real. I mean, the, the, uh, the mat on your back, you know, the, you know, the the rope burns. I mean, those are absolutely real, aren't they?
1: Yeah, it's all real, man. Like I'm telling you. Like it's you know, it's no not me selling it's it hurt. When they shot <laughs> me in the chest, it hurt. I got kicked right after that. You saw it, you? I got kicked. Yes, yes. It hurt. Like it's not it's not. You well know, part, part part say, of the well, sell
2: is to make it as real as possible, right? So it
1: it it's scripted. Yeah. Not fake. Yeah. It's scripted.
2: Nothing. Yeah, no, it, it but, is, yeah. it is incredible. Plus, I also made like a reference to, and I promise you're going to get into the Saints roster and all that, but I made this reference, like here in New Orleans, Drew Brees, you know, CD News, Kamara, like we, we love them and root for them anytime an opposing team comes in and, you know, we'll see Baltimore with we'll Lamar Jackson, MVP. Are We're going to be rooting for Lamar in the dome, right? I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things that's, that's interesting when you are a superstar. You can go multiple cities, multiple countries, and like, you're loved or hated. You know what I'm saying? But like, that, that reaction is why they're called superstars, and it is, it's crazy, you know what I mean? I, I would say the closest to that is NBA players, Mr. Professor, like, unfortunately, when the Lakers show up, people are there to see LeBron. Like, you know, there's certain players that when they show up, you want to go see like me Steph Curry. I know it's the pels. I know I want the pels to win, but I tell people if you've never seen that guy in person, you got to you got to go see him. And that's what I'm getting at. It's like, you know, the NFL is like that. People love their like the Florida State may have a great player. I promise you the dome on Sunday is all about LSU. It's not about right. the Knowles player that's coming to town. And I think that's it's interesting. In football, it is very specific. Uh, Wrestling, it's about that individual. NBA, I would say, it's about that individual as well.
1: Yeah, with uh, some sports, you know, the analogy that I've always been told for years working in sports radio is that because because they wear helmets in the NFL, you don't always get to see their faces, so you can't individually, you know connect with a player the way you can in the NBA where you get to see him all the time or in wrestling where you get to see him all the time. You know, stuff like golf and tennis is even more individual. You know, we're falling in love with Serena Williams all over again with the stuff that's going on in the U.S. Open, possibly being her final Grand Slam. Yeah. And, you know, you get to see the fervor around her. So there's certain sports where you're more accustomed to following a player individually than you are in the NFL where it's more about the team aspect. And especially when you have markets like a New York, like a buff, like a New Orleans, like a Buffalo, like a Green Bay, where you are extremely attached to that team uh, because that, you know, small, small market or smaller market than some of the other big market teams and cities.
2: So you become extremely attached to that team and what they represent for your community. And the reason I'm leading off with this in the way I am is because I'm trying to link what happened yesterday and how saints fans are today. And yesterday evening, when the final 53 comes out and players that we talked about or players that we follow hope to make the roster there is, in there like an emotional attachment. I mean, people were going nuts in the morning. I, I was like, they did what, you know I mean? Cause you, you, you connected with Chauncey, you connected to an extent, you know, the Destrahan native with Kirk Merritt, And I have an update on that. Uh, Basically, everybody but Ian Book cleared waivers, meaning they're now eligible to be signed to the practice squad. You have to wait till everyone clears waivers. The Saints are 18th. It's basically where you pick in the draft. That's your spot in the waiver wire. Ian Book, guess who claimed him, Mr. Professor?
1: I was just looking at the list of, uh, of, of guys who got yeah. cut in the
2: claims. What, wasn't it, was it Philly? Philadelphia claimed in Book. Yeah. Now, now, I not saying that he doesn't have a chance to eventually be the backup Jalen Hurts or even be a starter there, but something, what, what, what is it again on, who does Saints play on New Year's Day? Just, who is it again? Who did he play on New Year's Day? I forgot. Is yeah. it the Eagles? The Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. So, uh I I'm not saying teams sign players and then sit them in a room with a notepad and a pen and tell <laughs> interrogate them, but um just saying, you, you, you have a quarterback that knows the Saints offense and now you have a player that will be starting safety that knows the Saints defense. Not saying that that's the reason Ian Book got claimed by the Philadelphia Eagles, but seeing as you're going to play the New Orleans Saints, and we all think, at least here, that they're going to be a contending team in the NFC this year, you know, I'm just, I, I'm just saying, I just, he's, he's on their, the he's on their practice squad, okay? So, I mean, it's not like they made him a, a member of the 53. So, yeah. like I said, Ian, Chicky and Pete's go ahead and enjoy that for the day or two that you're in Philadelphia. You know, hopefully that the pen they gave him runs out of ink, but it, it screams Intel to me. I'm just I'm just saying, in all of my years of coverage, it screams Intel. Not saying that by Sunday in book will be released by the Eagles, but I'm just if he is released by the time we talk again next week, well then you will know that is Intel, you know. Just saying.
1: He can give them his famous
2: turnovers. Look, you got the sense, though, and feel yesterday, too, right? And, And, again, last night, Kirk Merritt, Dejan Dixon, a couple of local products didn't make the final 53. We thought it'd be a little tough for some of those, but there would be great candidates for the practice squad and other players and things of that nature. Plus, we keep calling it the first 53, because, again, Trevor Penning is going to be on the final 53, but as Nick Underhill, New Orleans Football, said, and Mike Triplett also say, look, likely he's going to start the season on IR. They did mm-hmm. claim an offensive tackle off for waivers. But, you know, so it's not settled for sure that this is what's going to be and it's going to evolve throughout the season. But it's our question of the day, Mr. Professor.
1: Our question of the day on the sports hangover is what are your thoughts on the first 53-man roster do you disagree with any of the cuts like a man? you can comment or call on the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line at 800-998-1003 that's 800-998-1003 the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line do you well what are your thoughts on the final on the first 53-man roster and do you disagree with any of the cuts
2: So give me your best 60 seconds here. I see Patrick's on the line. We're going to come to you right out of the break here as well as the line starting to light up here because I want to get your opinions. We're we're going to play some sound here as well. Scott coming up at 1230, but I definitely want to get Saints fans' thoughts on it because Tyron Matthews said he's confident in what they got. Demario Davis says he trusts the organization and the decisions that they've made even though there's an emotional, personal element to trades and cut day as well. But when I look at it, you know, there's one thing that just keeps – I don't know if the Saints are as good as they were yesterday morning because I know that Chauncey Gunner Johnson was productive. I think that's a fair statement to say, huh?
1: As a fair statement to say, but at the end of the day, and uh, Davis talks about it in uh, some of the clips you're going to play later. It's a business. Yeah, football is a business, and they weren't going to be able to re-sign him to the money that with the money that he wanted. And they weren't going to, they wanted, needed to get something back for him. And you see that all over the NFL. Yeah. A lot of times you're not going to be able to sign a guy for the money that he wants unless he takes a deal. Kind of like Jimmy G out in San Francisco. He took that pay cut in order to stay and be the backup to Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. Sometimes guys are willing to do that. Other guys are not like CD Deuce. CD Deuce wanted to be paid. Saints weren't going to be able to pay him. So at least they got something back
2: for him. Yeah. And that's how it works. Mr. Professor, we'll chat with you again later on in the show. We, come back. Patrick, give us a call back. I saw you just dropped off, man. We'll come to you and uh we'll hear what Tyron Matthews, Mario Davis, and a couple of other players had to say about yesterday and moving on for now as they turn to attention to the Atlanta Falcons. It's the Sports Hangover Are ESPN New Orleans. It's time to have fun, so come on
0: in. Come on in and win. It's magic. Cash magic. Come and feel the magic.
4: Cash magic.
1: Great news for our video poker players. Cash Magic LaRose has reopened. Yes, Cash Magic LaRose is open and bigger and better than ever in our brand new casino right here in LaRose on Highway 308. So come on in and win.
0: You'll always be a VIP Cash Magic.
5: Gambling Problem 877770 stop. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents.
3: The King Firm has trial
1: attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING.
2: LA20-11134
0: Where opportunities are created not waited on. That's the Danos difference. I've been here for 23 years. The opportunity for advancement within Danos was pretty evident early on in my career.
5: They give you a lot of tools and training in order to learn the oil field industry.
0: It's been an excellent ride for me. Join the team
4: that does it different at Danos.com. That's D-A-N-O-S.com.
2: It's Gus Kattengill with the Sports Hangover inviting you to join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. When the Sports Hangover is at Katie's on Iberville, you're going to enjoy Sports Banner. It'll be lively and delicious eats. Swamp Fries, Oysters Schlesinger, the Delta Queen, or if you dare, Tackle the Barge. A three-foot loaf of fried catfish, shrimp, and oysters. Good luck. It's Thursdays, 12 to 3, the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans.
1: They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome
2: back to Sports Hangover. It's always, appreciate the time. Patrick, thank you for giving us a call here on the Oprah Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. What you got for us today, man? Hello, Patrick. Patrick going once. Hello, Patrick. Hmm. He's called a couple of times here. Maybe he's having some issues uh connecting there. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick.
5: Hmm.
2: But he's put him on hold and I guess see if uh, he'll call back or answer when we come to him real quick. But I want to play. Okay, hey, Patrick.
0: Yeah,
3: Patrick, I'm, I'm
2: here. There you go. All right, buddy. Go ahead. We can hear yeah. you now.
3: I I, I really don't understand what the Saints are doing. You you know, for those people who want to sound smart, they they say, oh, this is a business decision. Sure. It's not a business decision. They just gave away Chauncey, CD Deuce, to the Eagles for a four and a five, and they gave up a seven. Man, you lock him as opposed to doing that. if If he is a pain in the butt, lock him in the closet. He's a competitor. They should have kept him. And paid him whatever he was going to get paid this year and try to work it out. That's just dumb. I, I it makes absolutely no sense at all. Yet yesterday they, they 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 kept the wide receiver, yeah, uh Smith, and they let like, go no merit. Like what sense does that make? Right. They don't sign Kwan These people have absolutely no I no
2: idea what they do. So on those three players I'm not saying that you're wrong. You're right. I'm. I'm just saying what's been explained or been put out there. Okay. Because look, I'm with you. I don't think you're better today by letting go of a starter. Does that make sense? And I think you agree with me on that. No. I, I don't think you're. And I understand you. You could say you have depth, and I know Demario said he has trust, and I get all of that. There's certain things that were intangibles or not. Now, I know Nick Underhill from the Orleans at football in this podcast last night went on to talk about a story that the advocate wrote about at one of the practices when C.D. Deuce missed practice, had the hold in, came back, then got nicked up and apparently was overheard. I didn't hear it, but it was a report and it was written. It it's it's online that he was saying, Is this what y'all want? Is this what you want? Now my values diminished and everything. So and I mentioned this yesterday a bit. I don't know if it it got to the Jimmy Graham level. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I can say because I was I was there in the locker room several times, and and you saw it play out, and that eventually was what came out. Jimmy couldn't get past not being paid the top receiver money, even though he was the highest paid tight end. Okay, it did become a locker room problem. I'm not saying that that's what it was, but. That is something that people are putting out there that maybe the relationship became contentious. And that's why I played some of the bites yesterday from DA where he's like, look, I'm all about letting you be you. But at the same time, it's got to be within the framework of the team. Now, do I think him saying things at practice about, look, now I'm hurt. Now my values diminished"? This is what you want. Would that keep him from making a play against the Falcons? I, I look, I'm I'm with you. No, and, and that's why. And no, that, I, like I said, I'm with you because at the end of the day, your best move would be fine. You're, you're going to play this out, and I, I I get the notion. Well, at least you got something for him, man. You're hoping. That a fifth and the worst of two six round picks in two years is going to be valuable. I mean, you know. So I, what what I know is valuable is your he's your starting slot nickel corner. Like what I know is valuable is the guy's going to make plays. What I know is valuable is I, I get he's wired a certain way. But it has it affected you in the games? It seems like everybody else in the locker room is fine, and. If we're gonna, you know, again, right. I, but I don't know, man. Is he kicking stuff in the locker room? Is he, you know, not attending? I don't know. But clearly, all you can go on is the decision to, to do it. And for them to do it, then they felt that it was just time to either move on, or again, as Tom Palesero said yesterday, Patrick, this was a strategic move by his agent. So this was something that his agent either led, or pushed, right. or wanted,
3: but there was a contract. I can, can, can I just I, say one.
2: Yeah,
1: go so ahead. so
3: there's a contract. He's contracted. He was contracted to play for the Saints for one more year. Yeah. Like I said, lock him in the closet. You will not send him to Philly for the possibility of a championship game. Hey. Jameis drops back <laughs> and he takes it to the house. I, I, That's just I, stupid.
2: Well, like I said, I mean,
3: tight. All those guys talk about value and all that other garbage. Mm-hmm. That's
2: stupid. I mean, Look, and, and it's, it's hard I, being the same fan. I, I, like I said, it, it's hard for me to remotely argue a point that it was a good move for the team. It wasn't. You let go of a starter to either appease him, move on from a, a whatever it was that was brewing. I don't know, and you know, and again, at the end of the day. We'll see how it pans out, Um but, I mean, yeah. a fact is a fact. He was your starting slot, and he was good, Right. but maybe, you know, and again, I just go back to what Plessero said. They believe the best way for him to make a lot of money is to be a top safety in the league. He's not going to be a safety with the Saints, so, the you know.
3: The Saints shouldn't care about his money. They gave the child exactly what he wanted.
2: They had well, him under contract. I I understand. Wait, wait but this is – this is this, look, well, you, it, it, in today's world, though, man, if you have an unhappy player and he's causing culture issues, I'm not saying that that's what it is, but if you believe that that's what's going to happen, then, you know, I, I think at the end of the day one thing that D.A. has been kind of saying a lot in the last week and a half, that it's about the team and it's about a certain culture they sort of had. Again, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, and I don't know if that's something that you can't sit down – work out, make it work? I don't know. I wasn't in those discussions. It's something like Josh said yesterday. Let me you know, what, what if those talks in the room, Patrick, were, you know, it's my way of the highway? I don't know. All I know is the team not only, as you said, traded him to a possible contender, but they also sent a draft pick. So, I mean, I think. Look, i am seen one
3: more. Yeah. Okay, they, they they didn't have to do this overnight. They, they could have traded him. To the Colts, yeah. they could have given well, him. Somebody to the Colts. has to
2: want him though at that position that he wants. So I mean, you gotta you gotta find the fit. I mean, you could sit there and say, "Hey, him. trade him to the Jags," but do the Jags want a starting safety? I mean, Philly said you're going to no, be I our starting safety, so you know. I'm look, I, give him. I, I I'm with you, Patrick. I, Patrick, yeah, I that's I, that's I don't disagree with point. you. Yep, no problem, man. Thank you for the phone call. I think the other <laughs> thing that's of note too that I saw a lot of people discussing on social media yesterday was if this was such a cultural issue, then why did this organization go after Deshaun Watson? That's a fair argument to throw into the conversation. If you're worried about culture or the locker room and and how it affects, they went all in on Deshaun, who was facing, I think, a lot more in a lot different circumstance than CD wanting to get paid, I don't know. To the phone lines we go in the cervical upper family chiropractic phone line. Roy, what do you have for us? Hello. Hello. Yep. Hey, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How's everything going? Oh no, not this, Roy. You know what? You got sixty <laughs> seconds. The other lines are ringing, and I want to get the real Saints. <laughs> what 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 do yeah, you want? Erisa, er- what do you want? Every
6: I call. I got sixty seconds. You got sixty seconds. That's right.
2: Especially when yesterday your big day and big press conference was the coach saying, "Well, we're not in the business of making stupid decisions," so they kept the third string quarterback. I mean, that's a lot of faith in Tua. That's all Wait, I saw. That's no, all I saw. No, we kept, no,
6: we kept it because he's playing better than
2: Teddy. Because Teddy's playing horrible. Uh-huh,
6: he's playing man. horrible, dude. Teddy was playing. If Teddy, if Teddy was that good, he would stay in New York. But he didn't. So he, he was playing horrible. He's playing. I mean, Scott was Even though, even even though Scott was playing against the third stringers.
2: Mm. Oh, there we go. Kind of like, there we go. That's right. There it is. Just, make sure. Make sure he got that I'm same just, energy since you it, said Jameis was was beating up it, a bunch of bums.
6: <laughs> but but yeah, but guess what? Like you said, it don't matter who it was out there. Yep. And not matter who it was out there. I people,
2: agree. Can you make he, a play? But he made a play.
6: That's all. So, but basically. um, I just wanna know how you feel at the LLCG. That was a shock move. I ain't, I ain't I see that
2: comfortable. I I'm feeling like I think a lot of Saints fans I understand uh the business aspect of it from a standpoint where the coach feels or the team feels. Like, look he said yesterday after practice that this isn't a one person decision. So I, I think organizationally this was discussed. And again, I I don't know other than what Palesero brought up which again does alter part of the conversation if the conversation is hey this guy won't be happy here and then i guess as a head coach you got to make that decision in termination well if you don't want to be here if he ain't here for the right reasons well then don't be here that i mean that's what it boiled down to they, they gave a team in the conference a draft pick and a starter i mean <laughs> that's what it had to have boiled down to right I don't know how else to look at it, Roy. Yeah,
6: and, and it made no sense because he was the one that was giving Tom Brady fit. Not not, dude. not Marshawn Lattimore, not nobody else. He was the one giving Tom Brady fits. He's a, he was the main reason Tom Brady was having problems. Nobody yeah.
2: else. I hear you. Roy, Miami yeah. Dolphins super fan, the villain. Just, uh, just a couple days four, away. Baby. Here we 13 go, 13-4. and, 13 four. and four. Tell you what, the fact he you kept your third-string quarterback tells me all I need to know about how you feel about Tua. There he goes. (laughs) There goes Roy. We come back, we'll speak with Scott Prather. How are the folks in Acadiana feeling about this as well? Sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
3: ZipRecruiter.com slash pre
6: Hoorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, a Vietnam veteran. With the help of some generous donors, I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985 637 3849 637
0: 3849 thank you He's back He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up He's got his own catchphrase He's the best invention since they started frosting pop tarts
1: <laughs> Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Catangelo
2: Tail of two sides perhaps DA uh, yesterday It's
5: been a big part of what we've done here um, I love the player um, you know and, and these moves are not easy But it was something that we felt like was, you know, going to be a good move for us.
2: All right, and Tom from the NFL Network yesterday. Johnson is going to be a starting safety for the Eagles,
5: which is important to everyone involved. In New Orleans, he was used predominantly in the slot as a nickel. So when it came to those contract negotiations, the safety market is a lot more lucrative than the nickel market. I spoke to John C. Gardner Johnson's agent, Kevin Connor, who told me that there was a strategic element to this. Now he gets into a situation in Philadelphia with some coaches that he knows – and are very good on a talented defense. The opportunity here to make himself a lot of money. All right, so there
2: you go. That's Tom Pelesro, and you heard Dennis Allen. Scott Prather, ESPN Lafayette. Scott Minix, the way to follow on Twitter. Scott, have you been getting the same phone calls we have, including even today? Patrick led things off. He um He's trying to make sense of at least one to two to three different moves the Saints have made, keeping Traquan Smith, releasing Kirk Merritt, things of that nature, but also... He can't can't grasp the understanding as to why C.D. Deuce is a Philadelphia Eagle this morning. Good morning. uh, Good afternoon to you. How are you, bud?
5: Hello, Scott. Good. Go ahead. Yeah. Got you, man. Yep. Yeah. You you, you start, you know, the shock wears off that you've been created and you start trying to piece it together. And, you know, I I said it yesterday. I said it this morning. it, it, It really came down to one thing, and that was trust. And... For both sides, right? I don't think that that uh, Chauncey was trusting the Saints once he didn't get the contract that he thought he deserved, which was way off in terms of what they each wanted to give and get. And you know, from the other side of it, the, I, I, th- I feel like the staff felt like they couldn't trust him to, you know, not be disruptive within the locker room. Will we ever know if he would have or not? No, but I, I firmly believe us that if they if they in their heart trusted that he would have just played out the deal and then hit the open market, then they're not trading him. They're saying, okay, we'll get the value this year for it. Maybe you end up getting a comp pick later if we don't replace it. And this wasn't about compensation. This was about trust. And it it just, once it reached a certain spot, uh, I don't think the staff was willing to take that risk. And um, Percedi, you know, Uh, he he was a fan favorite for a reason. Right. But uh, fans are also fickle. I mean, you, you love him today. Once he starts talking a lot of trash about the organization or the fan base, uh, they'll turn on him pretty quick. I, oh, he'd never do that. I mean, right. I, 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 are, do, you, do you think the guy's predictable? Because I don't, and the team didn't. On the field, no question it's the loss. Um, he was good, not great. He was good. And, you know, he only had to be good to be a fan favorite with everything else he brought to the table. Right. Uh, and he was fun, you know, just from, from that standpoint, from hosting a radio show, from being a fan, he was a fun player, getting other guys kicked out, you know, kicking the Falcons logo, stepping up to Tom Brady, getting Brady to curse him out. It, it's just, he it was fun. It was good. And, me ask and something. I think that aspect of it will be missed.
2: That, I think, is... It's something we talk about in the media a lot when it comes to offseason acquisitions, right? That, uh, and a lot like in the NBA, probably more, but in the NFL, there's certain players where the old run it by them sort of thing. And I was thinking about this this morning. Do you think a move like this, DA or anybody just talk to DeMario? about it or any other team leaders, Cam Jordan. I mean you know, you always hear like in college you have the leadership council and things of that nature. I mean those are your no, captains. I don't, I don't you don't think, think so. anybody no. on that team knew until they walked in and said, CD's cut?
5: Uh well portrayed. But no, I, I think they maybe maybe they suspected it. I mean his name was floating out there when the Saints had the, the awful idea to try to get Deshaun Watson. Um you know, it's not often a player's. That's a good point, point
2: to. That's Scott. You that's know. a great point to bring up. This, th- they were probably thinking about this even before camp. You're right.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I so I don't know that they were maybe as shocked as a lot of us were, but I think when that situation ended, and you got into camp, it was like, okay, it's here we are. I mean, the guy was starring in, you know, the Saints' schedule release video with you know, Chapa and Cam Jordan and and juvenile, like, you know, they, (laughs) that wasn't that long ago. And something happened with the negotiation breakdowns and he, you know, I mean, Underhill reported, others reported, you know, not taking coaching. That was probably part of the, the, the contract hold in. It was part of the, you know, I'm not cool with how these negotiations are going, but he's very unpredictable, Um, not just on the field, but off the field and, I think that made some guys in the front office nervous, but that's what it came down to. Right. Uh, as far as, like, if if, if you are if you have a star quarterback on the team and you're about to trade one of their best weapons, I mean, a franchise quarterback, you're about to trade one of their best weapons or a close friend or something like that, yeah, maybe you get the courtesy. But for situations like this, you know, I, I don't think they talk to any players about it. That's just, it's just a business. And, and I think, you know, DeMario Davis eloquently put it, you know, in in not those exact words, he touched on the sort of the human the human element, the human side of it. But but he kept harping on that point, right? It's is a business. This is what comes with it. The life part of it gets hard when it mixes with the business part of it. But that's what it is. And he never actually even mentioned Chauncey by name, although he answered your question about right. it. Um, but no, I don't I don't think any I don't I don't think that any players got a heads up. But I don't know that any of them were stunned. I mean, did okay. I miss something? Or any of them on social media like? No. Complaining or like, how can this happen? Or what? Are, you remember when when Mark Ingram signed mm-hmm. with the Ravens, and how players on the Saints were on social media and not happy about it. That's a good that, point. That and that was that was a free agent thing. It wasn't even a trade. You didn't see any of that yesterday. Yeah. And if you had, I think I think that's part of the story. But you didn't. It should be part of the story, but it really hadn't.
2: Speak with Scott Prather, ESPN Lafayette, getting ready for the Cajuns to uh, kick things off. Yesterday, we spoke. With uh, head coach Michael Dersamo. I said that right, huh? Desermo, Desermo, De-
5: Des- Des- Desermo, Desermo. There we go.
2: I asked he just him, said you know, Desermo. No, well, I, I was going to coach Des. <laughs> how about that? We'll just do that. That's I, all asked you him, do. I asked I him. I asked him yesterday fun. more questions on how to pronounce his last name or how he plans on keeping the Cajuns competitive after Billy Napier. And he's like, kind of 50-50. No, I hear you. So I'm going to ask you about that as we wrap up. But look, you look at the rest of the. First 53 is apparently now everybody's calling it that way because obviously Penning and a couple of other Saints that, you know, are probably going to play later on. They're not on there. I, would you agree that other than the Chauncey news yesterday, I feel like the, the the Saints, I wouldn't call it even anger for the fan base, but just kind of a puzzlement, bewilderment, is Traquan Smith in, Kirk Merritt out. Would you agree that that's next?
5: I guess. Yeah, I mean I, yeah, for the fan base, I wasn't surprised. Bear cleared waivers. He signed with the practice squad today and you know, he'll get called up for a game this season if there's an injury he could be playing. I think they felt comfortable he was gonna clear waivers. I do. Mm-hmm. And um and I I think he's a guy that they might be able to work in. But uh, I you know, Drake I don't even know if he would have been put on waivers. I guess he was a veteran, he could have just gone wherever, but I think uh, I, I wasn't really surprised that Week One made the team. Um, Zach Vaughn was kind of a surprise, but then I reminded myself what I talked about on the show the last week—the mm-hmm. the premium the Saints put on special teams. Andrew Dowell and you know uh, and, and and Zach Vaughn and, and and you know uh, Sorensen—you know that's special teams right there. Obviously J.T. Gray, but everybody knows him as a special team. But those other three, those are special teams moves and. You know, I don't know how much special teams Trey Quan will or won't play. It might not mm-hmm. be any, but um, but I think I think who knows? Maybe maybe Trae goes on IR today because he's he's been hurt a little bit. One of these other guys, oh, me, you know, let, is, let, is let me tell you something. something.
2: He, he goes on IR. <laughs> well, no, look, here is the thing. I guess it's you know uh, it's I don't... you and I have talked about this on your show and on ours. When if your crowning comment as to what you're good at is blocking, but you play receiver. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's – I
5: do I Brandon don't know, Coleman man. was on the team for three years. And I was like, you know. I, I, know. You know. I know. had a few moments here and there. I mean, he, the, the problem is, you know, you plateaued as a player a while back. And when you plateau as a player, you know, and, it's, and that plateau isn't okay. – great as a receiver it's you know average um, uh you look at a guy like Merritt, and you think of what could be but we don't is he is he going to be a really really solid regular season 50 maybe one day we don't know it yeah but we i also thought marquez calloway was going to be a star last be. year so i mean i I'm with yeah. you.
2: i understand what you're talking yeah. about got about four minutes left here and i definitely want to get into um you noticed i did not tweet you I did not post anything. I was waiting for the comeuppance on Wednesday. I told you what you were going to see on that opening drive. You saw it. Have you at least started at least a pound of the 50 pounds of crackling that you're going to owe me at some point? I told you what you were going to see in that opening drive, not to worry and relax, but I'm just wondering, have you at least thought of one place to get a pound of crackling in following the most magnificent preseason drive ever by Jameis
5: Winston? I'll send you some cracklings, but that had nothing to do with the bet we were making. The bet was that you were going to pull some audio of something I would never yeah. said, and yeah. I noticed you haven't done you that because I never. said Well, it.
2: I, I'll get. I got to get to it. I got. You know, I'm busy, Scott. Yeah, I'm busy. You know?
5: Yeah, if it was there and you were offered, you know, that much crackling, you would have. You would have put in everything. You would have put everything on hold. Yeah. Uh, no, the opening drive was fun. It was nice. I enjoyed it. And
4: then yeah. it was
5: like take everyone out. I enjoyed it when it happened and then when i saw you know pinning on the cart i was sick to mm-hmm. my stomach and i couldn't do anything the rest of the night it was just i was i was in disarray it was yeah.
2: awful it stinks uh from that standpoint look we we got a couple of days obviously and then we'll get to falcon hate week so next wednesday sir we'll turn our attention to that and get into it final minute and a half here with you though in a home and occasions uh what, what is that feeling like over there I, look i i talked to coach selfo yesterday their opponent he's like hey they're still picked to win their conference, so there's still a lot of talent there. Do you think they can continue the success that Billy Napier put them on?
5: Yes, I think that their schedule sets up nicely this year, and I've said it a lot. I mean, strength of schedule wise, it's not you know it's not one of their more difficult schedules in this past. They play on the west side of the Sun Belt, which is not nearly as strong as the East this year. They have a chance to continue this winning streak. I don't think they're going undefeated. I don't think that today on paper they're as talented as they were last year. I don't. Mm-hmm. They're not. You're working in new quarterbacks as well that have been there but haven't been you know, the starter. There's some new things. But they're going to be favored in all but maybe one or two games this year, barring injuries. You get injuries to the O-line. It's, it's a different story. But uh, I think defensively they're really solid. And I think Coach Desimo, if you wanted to have a schedule for you know for being your first year as head coach this is a good one to have and they won seven games last year by one possession yes and that was with what they had last year so you know they finally used to win there's something to be said for that as long as win streak can be one football but uh, I think this schedule sets up nicely for them and I think they're not going to necessarily have a ton of style points where they're going out there and Skull dragging the opponent Mm -hmm. but they're going to win a lot of games this year they're going to win the west they're going to be back in the sunbelt conference championship game and you know once you get there win it you win the sunbelt again this year with what they've lost i think that's that's really really impressive and i think they're going to have an opportunity to do it on conference championship weekend
2: all right anything else you're paying attention to over the weekend you think the tigers can uh beat the the seminoles
5: Absolutely. Florida, okay. State's not good. No, Florida State's not good. No, Florida State's not good. Have fun Have fun at the Dome for everybody that's going. Have a good time. <laughs>
2: not good worried, time. huh? Not, not worried at all about how that's going to
5: go. I mean, LA, I, I don't know that the Tigers are going to be world leaders this yeah. year. You okay. know, you're going, you're, you're, you're transitioning. There's a lot you're going to have to get used to. Right? It's like you're going from, you know, driving a, uh, a giant, you know, eighteen wheeler to okay. Now I got a sports car that you know has a stick shift or something. Let me let me figure out how to drive this first. That's what it's going to be like with Brian Kelly and the Tigers. But you know, the guy recruited O line great at, at, at Notre Dame. I think that's, that's something he's going to need to do at LSU. I don't think it's going to happen overnight. But again, going back to schedules, Gus. The early portion of that schedule for LSU, you know, it is it is really difficult on the back end. But if they can get off to a decent start, that can give them some confidence. And I think confidence is what you need when you're transitioning, you know, to a – can we call – I guess we can call it a new era of LSU football, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Ed O to Brian Kelly, that's a pretty, pretty big difference in terms of how just it's run, everything yeah. that comes with it. You yeah. know what
2: I mean? No, no doubt about it. Scott Prather. Scott mimics the way to give him a follow. ESPN Lafayette Morning Show, and occasionally we'll argue for about twenty-five minutes on Jameis Winston on his when I join him on Friday mornings. Um, I mean, Jameis, I like Jameis. I know. Well, I, like I, mean, mean, I mean, mean, again, breathe you breathe thought breath that breath he, breath. he, you know, he may not be able to find the open receiver over the middle, just like Dennis he, Allen may he, not be able to he, hold he, the practice. But we'll continue that you discussion can find on Friday. of those audio clips,
5: <laughs> I will give you a hundred
2: pounds of crack. 100 pounds of correctly. See you Friday morning, buddy.
5: Uh, Alright, man. Looking forward <laughs>
2: to it. Thank you, guys. Take care. Quick break. We come back. Phone line's back open again. If you want to say hi to buddy, he will answer. 800-998-1003 to final 53, or the first 53, as we're going to call it, is in. We'll go over, uh, that here as well. Plus, here's some locker room sound. I'll go anywhere. Sports hangover in ESPN New Orleans.
0: Get the ocean, the 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 world Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online. too, at GregLaplaudToyota.com. Remember, we have the all new Toyota Tundra, totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school, <laughs> and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new, and we want your trade, and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg, 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 Greg. Greg LeBlanc, Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals.
3: Making Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs.
1: After redshirting his first year at Ohio State, Joe Burrow spent the next two years as JT Barrett's backup. With Dwayne Haskins on the roster, Burrow didn't see much playing time and decided to transfer. LSU head coach Ed Orgeron zeroed in on Burrow and landed him. In his second season at LSU, Burrow led the Tigers to a 15-0 record, a national championship, and arguably the best season ever by a college quarterback.
3: Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports.
1: When your college football team talks to the right recruits, anything is possible. And the same is true for your business because when you post a job for free, LinkedIn Jobs taps into a network of over 810 million professionals to find the right people for your role. LinkedIn Jobs helps you narrow down to the most qualified candidates so you can start hiring the right people. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports to post your job for free. That's LinkedIn.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120-minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre- and postnatal, post-mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. Lakeviewmassageandtherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no worse. His legend (laughs) lives on.
1: Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus to Do
2: what
5: we felt like would help our team. Yeah, It's
2: um, still a topic today, no doubt, Uh, about the move yesterday. And a couple of Saints players were made available yesterday, including the Honey Batcher tyron matthew was asked about the cd trade i mean i
4: you know i just got here you know what four or five months ago um you know he's been a great teammate you know a lot of energy you know a lot of enthusiasm you know he really loves to play football and um you know that's just that's just the unfortunate part of his business um you know sometimes you know you have to make difficult decisions and you know obviously um you know we wish him well you know uh i've grown to you know, really have a good relationship with them. You know, I'm hoping that that can continue. You know, no matter you know where we are, you know, in this world. But um, just really wishing him the best. Um, but more importantly, man, I th- I think we got a good room. I think we got a deep room. And um, so, you know, no matter who's in there, I think, I think we'll be ready to roll. Here's
7: Demario Davis. I mean, at this point, you know, in the league, you, you you've seen almost everything. Um, so it's not much that actually shocks you. Um, but you know, it's. It's part of the game. It's part of the business. One of the
2: things that he also mentioned on, too, is when you lose players and it's cut days and things of that nature, it's also hard. You could see in his demeanor when he was asked by a reporter if he was bummed out by the trade and other things. And he tucked on that it wasn't just that, it was others.
7: Control what you can control. At the end of the day, all we can do is control what we can control, The Nets. Um, our energy, our attitude, our body language every single day, our effort, and that's what hopefully everybody's given up to this point, and hopefully they'll continue to do that whether they're they're a part of this team or they go to another team or um, or if they played their last NFL snap, that they'll continue that in life, and that's that's all you can do is at the end of the day you can control the controllables, and the controllables are yourself. You can't you can't control. Um, what decisions are made that are outside of you. So that's kind of my message to just in life in general.
2: DeMario was asked, what exactly does he think the Saints are losing in this trade? He's
7: a phenomenal uh, player. Um been a phenomenal part of what we've done. Um, and, you know, good players in this league, you know, hard to come by, but it's a next man up business. It's just part of the game
2: see a lot of people posting as well kind of along the lines of what Scott alluded to i'm not seeing the 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 tweets they did what i mean cam jordan right like name names when when mark ingram won resigned. and again i'm not saying that they were ready to kick this dude out that's not what i'm saying but i just think internally this maybe wasn't as much of a shock as to maybe it was to fans Right, Demario, on the decisions being made. I got confidence
7: in everybody in this locker room to do their job. Um, we have phenomenal players at all levels, especially on our defense and you know in our secondary. There's, there's, there's so many, so many guys back there. Um, same up front and same at linebacker, and so I trust our organization and decisions that they make. Um, the guys is out there, they're going to be able to get the job done.
2: There you go. And, again, part of that, demeanor, I you can hear that tone, too, is he says it's cut day. Cut day stinks. Yeah, I mean, it's,
7: it's, it's a tough day, right? You know, uh, not just with that, but um, they got to cut the roster down to 53, 53 guys. And so, uh, though it's a business, and you understand that, but it's still it's still relationships. Um, and it's not like you lose those relationships. they You know, they go – uh, different places and you stay in touch and whatnot but it changes the dynamic of your locker room when when guys that were once there and then they're not there uh, so that's just the reality of what we deal with on a regular basis and you know it's just not our team every team is dealing with that so it's not it's nothing uh unique but i mean being a human being uh you have emotions when somebody's beside you and then all of a sudden they're not
2: it is. To the phone lines we go, the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. All the lines are full. Joe on the on-deck circle. Uncle Earl, you're up first. Go.
0: Hey, Goose, how you doing today on this Wednesday?
2: Doing well, man. What you got?
0: Hey, Goose, I, I calmed down a little bit, man. I'm still kind of upset about CD and stuff like that. But I, I tell you this, man, why Why the hell did Philly pick up? He there's only one reason.
2: Only one. It's the, no, only one reason. No I damn uh, offense, man. Absolutely. Sit right here, sir. Here's a pen and paper. What is this formation?
6: Write,
0: the, <laughs> write it down right now.
2: Absolutely. And,
6: and
0: you got to see look. There's two teams, Goose, that we don't match up well against. It's Philadelphia and San Francisco, and when we go play at Philly, at look. That dude is going to be so. He's gonna be after blood, and we just don't match up well, and we're going to get our butt kicked. I think he's going Love, Cobra Kai. You know, I'm Kai. a diehard.
2: He's going I'm,
0: I'm, I'm a, a diehard goose, but we're going to get our butt kicked. Oh, that come game.
2: on. Already you're you're, already, you're talking that up hey. as an L?
0: Yeah, it's an L. It, uh, right. I'm, it's an We might win the rest of our game, but I think that's an L this year again.
2: Well, maybe the other quarterbacks hey. will be injured, and Ian Book is still there, and he'll start against the Saints. Then you may feel <laughs> differently. <laughs>
0: That'd be all. Awesome. Hey, Goose. Uh, uh, I saw we got Merritt on the practice squad now. Is it true? If Trey Karn, which I still don't, I don't know how he's – I don't. I don't know how he's on the damn team. Mm-hmm. If he goes to injured reserve, can we can we uh, get Merritt to on on the fifty three? Is that how that works, or, or am I off base? Um, well,
2: yeah. If so, he's on a fifty three. If he goes to IR, then that spot is open. Is that what, you, right. that what you're referring to? Yeah. yeah. And then you Sorry. can move, yeah. move somebody else up. Yeah. But it's going to go back and forth. But,
0: yeah. Okay. I got you. Hey, Goose, do you think yeah. we picked uh, Bostic up or, or Williams, the uh, uh, linebacker?
2: Uh, I'm clear. seeing uh, what's going on. So, I will see. But you're right. Yes. Kirk Merritt signed with the practice squad. Dajon Dixon, per Nick Underhill, signing to the practice squad. Also, looks like an agency is tweeting the Saints have signed uh, – Josh Andrews to the practice squad, veteran center and guard, who likely will be yeah. back on the active roster soon. So there you go. That's from uh, uh, also hey. uh Nick Underhill yeah. an hour ago tweeting that Malcolm Roach will be going on injured reserve per source. Ooh. He's expected to be healthy enough to return from injured reserve as soon as he is eligible, though, according to a source. So again, right now you're seeing there's some players that probably won't be ready to practice next week or play in week one. Right. You're probably going to see that to open up roster spots so they can practice and be ready to do this. that makes sense? Hey, yeah, Yes, sir. Hey,
0: Goose, real quick, and I'll let you go. I know you're busy. How, how much time do we have? Because I don't want to see MT's name on that list. Mm-hmm. How much time do the Saints have to, like, do they have to, by, by Monday, if his name's not on there, is uh, he good I, to go for I mean, Atlanta? How does right. that work? How, how they, much time?
2: No, they can they put him on IR Saturday night. I mean, they you know, oh wow! There's, there's no there's no deadline to put a player an injured reserve or a deadline to to say that you know they're they're out of the game or anything. okay yeah I got
0: you hey goose always a pleasure baby have a great show
2: sounds good man thank you so much there goes Uncle Earl Joe thank you for giving us a call here wrap up Iowa number one you got about two and a half minutes sir yeah go ahead bud
4: um I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of sad about us trading. Uh, CJ, um, he brings, he brought so much, so many things that, 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 that doesn't show up on the football field. He, he brings that he, he was the soul of the team, the heart of the team, the team rallied around him and he outplayed, I, I feel as though that he outplayed his contract. So why, why, why not pay the guy for the work that he he's done? But you have a gadget player like Taysom Hill who's making millions and millions of dollars, who doesn't have a, 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 a set position that he played. And you're and you, 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 you giving him dollars when it should be going to CJ, a player who, who means much more to the team. And I just don't understand that. But I think it goes deeper than that. When was the last – or who was the last white player – that had a contract negotiation or a holdout or anything like that. They signed those players quick as possible. But the black guys, Lamar Jackson and and, and, and players like that, Dak Prescott, we had to fight tooth and nail to get the money that they deserve. Who was the last white person, uh, a white player, to um, have a contract holdout or or, or something like that? And I hate to bring up race, but but it's, it's obvious. It's obvious we have to fight hard to get the money that we deserve. But you give money to a Taysom Hill, a gadget player, who only plays four to seven plays a game. You give him millions, paying him top dollar. I really don't understand it. I'm I'm, I'm here to listen. Thank you.
2: Uh, Harry, man, look, uh, a lot of decisions can have people thinking certain ways about it. Again, I... Don't know if that is the reason why certain players don't get it or not. Lamar Jackson's an MVP. You know, you go by what the national media reporting is that he wants the same contract as Deshaun Watson, all of it guaranteed. Is it part of why not?
4: He, he, he why not? He was an I, MVP. I, I, I hear mean, you, I mean, but you, you, just you, you sound. You, 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 they signed that that guy from, from Buffalo. Was over. I mean, if you if you saw this guy uh, two years ago in a playoff game against the Titans, he was throwing balls behind his head. He just was slinging balls anywhere. Well, you know, look. but 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 it, it, it's just it's just
2: sad to say. It, 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 but, but you see, it's obvious. I, look, I, I'll Jackson say this. I, look, I'll say this. Drew Brees was this team, and in those those last two contracts, it was literally the week of the game that he signed. So. Look, I'm not saying that if you feel that way that it's wrong or not, right? I mean, look, it is open to discussion for people on how to feel about it, man. Um, I don't know if that was the case here. I think it goes with what Scott Prather was saying, and that is a trust factor. And if this team and organization trusted CD News, specifically in this case, I think that's – what it was, man. Uh, I've hit the top of the hour, man. Thank you for the phone call, though. Appreciate all opinions. That's what this show is about. I will take them. We'll come right back and go back to the phone lines. 800 998 1003 Uptown Ruler. Must have chime in. Sports
5: Hangover at ESPN New on, Down
0: to the of my sisters and my every color. Don't you feel you the whole time, will be alright. to find a life. Come on, Down to
7: the
6: corner. This
3: message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Our
5: focus is to get you back to work, Louisiana. I'm Seneva Lavasso. Coming to our office, we have the resources and services you need. The people who work here have the passion to do the work. One thing we want them to know is that they matter. There's a great need here in the city of New Orleans. One of the things that we're trying to do here is provide opportunities. We're ready to get the citizens of New Orleans back to work. Find out how the Louisiana Workforce Commission can help you at laworks.net.
1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. As much as I love Tom Brady, as much as you love Tom Brady, and he's the greatest and all this and blah, 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 blah. I'm not getting rid of Carr to go get Tom Brady when he was leaving the New England Patriots. I'm just not going to do that. Because what we saw in Tom Brady was an outlier with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It clicked. It happened. Everything was perfect. The defense was on fire. They had a legit receiving core they had nice running backs they brought in they brought in Gronkowski. everything worked out perfectly for them but what i would say is you can't say the same thing if you had gone to the raiders the raiders they didn't have any damn receivers the secondary was horrible the defense was atrocious it doesn't work just because i insert tom brady into the equation you're not going to all of a sudden be a super bowl team because you got tom brady g.j and max Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the
0: ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the
5: Sports Hangover with Gus Cattengill.
0: Hello, sports fans.
1: Well,
5: hello there. Local sports, national sports. The Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Cattengill Our
2: 2 is underway. Ralph Marlboro, 115. Jackalotta, 130. Phone calls the rest of the way here as
3: well. We'll go right to...